0: Louder!
1: Good evening everyone this is your host with the ghost the prince of the paranormal the duke of the dead the sinister minister the ghost daddy the cryptid keeper himself lord scuba cabra bringing you episode 11 of somewhat supernatural but before we jump into the topic i want to send a huge shout out to my co-host with the most mr ben de Leon. how's it going buddy hi you got all these nicknames and i'm like Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, my name <laughs> is Jeff. Well, you know, you, you, you haven't given me, you know, like an epic title for you. You know, you give you you gave me you blessed me with majority of these titles that I have. So well, that,
0: uh, that's that's what I do. I'm I'm that type of, you know, I'm generous. I'm benevolent. I am wise. Some people have said um. so, ladies and gentlemen, introducing <laughs> the generous, the benevolent, the
1: wise, the bald ben
0: you can tell with my shorts on. oh you mean my <laughs> head. oh okay so how's it been going man it's going good um you know we we just recorded my podcast on wednesday put it out on thursday i'm enjoying the success from that get a lot of good feedback and uh it's pretty cool
1: that's good man i'm glad like i love doing your podcast because You know there's really no format to it we just get to get on there and just you know shoot the shit as bros and uh you know it this this his shaban show is not part of the project louder network but you guys can catch it um on spotify itunes anywhere you guys can catch podcasts it is the recycled corn podcast and i've been on there for the what the last two episodes yeah
0: probably in the near future probably maybe even longer than that so i I like it as a two-person show at least and then maybe we'll think about getting a third person on to, uh you know, do it, uh, do it a yeah. little bit more uh, diverse.
1: Yeah, I'd be down with that, man. Like I said, I just love I love fucking shooting the shit. And yes, Ricardo, the robo admin live apparently too, always letting me know that something's wrong in my in my stream labs and that my sound alerts don't work, which is fine. It's a Twitch thing, whatever. <laughs> so today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be discussing the a, a very well known haunting and I say that in quotation marks because there are two sides to this story. Um, a lot of people say that it's one of the most haunted places that they ever visited, so, you know, such as Ed and Lorraine Warren. Uh, Lorraine said she would never set foot in that house again. Um, but we are talking about Amityville today. So um it's going to it's going to be a very interesting one because we we dug deep in this one and there's a lot of things that we're going to talk about today and I would like to get your opinion on it in the chat as well so feel free to chime in whenever you can we are a chat friendly podcast um for the audio listeners if you have not caught us live uh catch my facebook at uh, what, what lord steven scuba steve vasquez uh i post when we're going to be doing the podcast because i unfortunately i'm not on a set schedule for the podcast or you can add me on instagram at host with the ghosts um and i post there a lot too or you can follow me on twitch which is uh twitch.tv slash lord underscore scuba cabra or I always announce the Monday before on the Gore and Moore podcast, which is a Project Ladder podcast. We do it every Monday, so catch our podcast there, and you never know I might be saying, "Hey, we're going to be doing somewhat supernatural." So, Ben, talk about your projects, buddy. What's going on?
0: Uh, my particular projects, or we're talking about this because, like, my projects. You know, I'm a dynamic figure. Often yeah. seen scaling walls and crushing ice. <laughs> um, let's see. Like Monday, I remodeled a train station on my lunch break, making it more efficient in the area of heat retention. Hmm. So that was fun. Awesome. Uh, Tuesday, I translated ethnic slurs for Cuban refugees. That that took a while. Um, huh. Wednesday, I taught perpetually single men how to woo women with my sensuous and godlike trombone playing.
1: Your trombone playing is quite godlike, I must say. For those of you that have never heard Ben play a trombone, you should see his right. rusty trombone,
0: dude. It is epic. I've I've been complimented on it many times. <laughs> so then Thursday, um, I already had a hoe and a glass of water, and I single handedly defended a small village in the Amazon basin from a horde of vicious army ants. Oh, awesome! Um, and then you know, we, uh. Now I'm here, so you know that was fun.
1: Awesome. Seems but, like a solid fucking week, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and well, as for my socials, uh you can find me just about everywhere at I am Ben Leon and at Recycle Corn Podcast. I'm talking about Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Well, TikTok is I am Ben Leon three. Apparently, there's two others that are trying to impersonate me for some. Damn, reason.
1: you got three clones. You're <laughs> the third. You're the yeah. third clone. You know they get stupider as as you clone,
0: right? Well, you know I've been tested, so.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, uh, please be sure to like and follow my podcast page and rate us five stars everywhere you can because that's the kind of thing that the good people that tune into this podcast would do. So yeah,
1: you know, and it's you know if you listen to any of the Project Louder podcasts, especially on iTunes, go on there, give us a five star review, especially *Somewhat Supernatural* and more. I would greatly appreciate that, guys. So, you know, we're gonna jump in. So there are things that go bump in the night, unexplained voices and shadows that inhabit the most docile looking homes. In today's episode of Somewhat Supernatural, we'll be dissecting one of the most fantastically real or extremely faked hauntings in United States history. It's horror meets haunting, meets true crime, meets the paranormal. Today on Somewhat Supernatural brings you the Amityville Horror. So, I mean, it, what can you say about this, man?
0: Well, um, the Amadou Horror is one of the most prolific cases of an American haunting. You just mention the name, and everyone immediately knows exactly what you're talking about. Yep. yep. Young and old have heard the tales of what occurred uh, to the Lutz family in 1975. Whether you're young enough to witness the original news stories, and I mean old enough now, <laughs> yeah. read the book or see the original movies in theaters, or maybe you came in later due to the remakes, and I'm talking about Ryan Reynolds, you know <laughs> the uh, legend of this house. But what really happened here, was this house a gateway to hell, or was it one of the most intricate hoaxes to ever occur? Well, so I, for one, believe that what occurred
1: to the Lutz family may hold some water. But before we jump into that, I want to give a shout out to Brody Kane. What's up, Brody? Always, always watching somewhat supernatural. I appreciate you, brother. And he said, Amityville 3D, which is one of the (laughs) worst fucking Amityville movies I didn't touch base on the movies much here just because, you know, they start getting, there's like 20 something fucking movies, I think. Um, but yeah, Amityville 3D was complete garbage, you know?
0: Uh, and, you know, I think that was the one that I saw first. Ooh. And that made me want to go back and watch the other ones. And those, the first one creeped me out. Like, and And then it was weird because I bought these books that talk about hauntings and all this, and mm. then, When I was reading about the Abbeville case, I was comparing it to the movie as I was watching it. And I was all like, man, this is like line for line along with what the book says. Yeah. According to or the movie, whatever. So I thought that was cool.
1: And part two was part two was weird, too, because, you know, they had that whole incestual.
0: It's supposed to be like a prequel, right?
1: Yeah, it's the prequel. So it, it's supposed to be the story of the DeFeo's without saying it's the story of the DeFeo's. I forget the name of the family that's in it, but it's basically supposed to be the DeFeo story. Um, but that that movie was kind of weird. It had like a whole incest undertones yeah. to it. And so.
0: And of course, but, uh, was it Feo means ugly in Spanish? Ugly. So.
1: DeFeo means the ugly. Yeah, so. If- in Spanish, I, I'm just saying. Take it and
0: do with that information what you will.
1: <laughs> yes. So let's jump into a little bit about Amityville. So, the town of Amityville is actually a really prominent area in New York. A bunch of people have had houses there. Al Capone had a house there. Will, will Rogers had a house there. Alec Baldwin was born in Amityville. So, connection maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't get into his issues on this episode. So built in 1927, 30 miles away from the Big Apple, in the small Long Island town of Amityville, 112 Ocean Avenue is the house of one of the most notorious hauntings ever reported. This three-story, five-bedroom, and -and three-and-a-half-bath colonial home on the Amity on Amity River Road was the site of one of 1974's most notable murders: the murders of the DeFeo family by Ronald DeFeo Jr. were horrific. Using a Marlin rifle, he methodically walked into each bedroom in the home and killed everyone. His parents, his two brothers, two sisters were all found in the same positioning by the police. It was stated that they were all laying on their stomachs in their beds, face into the pillow.
0: Let's see, this is where I start to question things. Now, see, I was in the military mm-hmm. and I've been around firearms fire most of my adult life. Yeah. I know how loud they are, especially this gun, which is a 35 oh, dude, a, caliber. A Marlin is loud. Yeah. Like you can hear that like up to a mile away that crack. Yeah. Um, so for them to say like the family just slept through the whole thing to me is just ludicrous. I mean, okay, let's just say hypothetically they slept through the noise because evil but what about the neighbors? You know? Uh the the evil influence should have shouldn't spread far enough to cancel all the noise. So you're saying the neighbors didn't hear anything? Like even as when I was a kid, I wondered about like how come no one that they live next to you said anything?
1: Well, that's one of the big questions. So some say it was a Maleficent force that kept the family in their beds. So. Was a demon holding them down was, you know, or what What? what's going on? So but yeah, others just... say others say the kids were just too tired and slept through it. But we don't really know exactly what went down. There's so many questions. And regardless of, you know, the, the police findings, there's still people that say, You know, and the biggest thing is this gun can be heard, like you said, a mile away. So how did the neighbors sleep or how did the neighbors not hear anything? Right. I mean, it's not like the, the houses are like super far away from each other because they're not. You can see pictures of the home, you know. So what what occurred that he was able to walk into this home and kill everybody in the house without anybody waking up, without anybody running, I mean,
0: well, what I think happened, and this is just a theory. Um, Okay. He killed his mom and dad in anger um, because him and his, uh, uh, and I'm talking about DeFeo Jr., Ron DeFeo mm -hmm. Jr. um, Him and his dad got into a fight about money. Apparently there was uh, uh, some kind of money. They were were both car salesmen. There was some money missing from the car lot, um, like a deposit. Um, The police questioned uh, DeFeo Jr., The father came in to confront him. He said, like, I know you got this money. And so the uh, Ron DeFeo Jr. tells his dad, like, I'm going to kill you. And so, you know, later on, he winds up going through with it. He kills his dad. The mom's freaking out. So he takes her out. But then, okay, if the problem was with the parents, why didn't he stop there? So I'm thinking, like, he went into the kids' rooms, comforted them. Told them, you know, go ahead and go back to sleep, you know, put your head on the pillow so you don't hear no more of the noise or, you know, put your face on the pillow. And as soon as they turned around, that's when he shot them because he didn't want to be haunted by those eyes, you know, with them looking at him, I'm sure like his father was. Yeah. And who would have thought that Big Brother would hurt them, you know? So, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they just complied with it. So, well, I mean, and
1: and that that could be true, but. The thing the thing that gets me about that theory, because this is all theory, because we weren't there. Ron changed his story so many times, so we really right. don't know. Um, but it, it's what gets me is nobody's going to lay there with this blast from this gun that just rings out. And, and I mean, at that, especially at that close range, you know what I mean? If you're in the same room, it's going to be deafening. You right. know what I mean? like. And it, and and for the sister in the other room, like you're not going to get up and run, you know what right. I mean? Like I just I don't I don't understand. Something else was going on in this house. Now, so Defeo did claim that voices from the walls told him to kill his family, and so while this seems very strange, like I said, he changed his story so many times over the years before his death. So thirteen months, thirteen months. A year and a month after the murders occurred in this home, the Lutz family purchased the home for $80,000 because it was hard to sell. They dropped the price and the murders occurred there. So they they got this awesome fucking house for $80,000. Yeah.
0: I mean, even back then, 80,000 was a lot. I mean, it could have been more if there hadn't been six murders there. I'm sure. Yeah. But I mean, the home was incredible. I mean, like you mentioned earlier. Five bathrooms, three and a half bath, huge boat house, uh, two car garage, boat slip. I mean, I could see why they'd want to overlook, you know, the murders and just kind of, you know, whatever. This is my dream house.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I and as would I, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm sure if I found an awesome house like this, awesome property with all these things that I just dreamed of, that I could never afford in my life. But hey. Somebody got killed in here. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't get killed in here. Let's right. fucking go. You know what I mean? Um, so with them finding their dream house, that only lasted twenty eight days.
0: I mean, that that twenty eight days. I mean, it seems like it should have taken longer. Know what I mean? Like, like even knowing like what we know about movies and stuff, you would think like, okay, the, the activity is not going to ramp up right away. So but it seems like day one as soon as they walked in stuff was going down yeah so i mean i don't know that that's I mean, just, that's it, it's almost a month you know what i mean so they lasted i mean
1: unless it's february february 28 days is a month but almost a month um there's just there's just so many questions with that too you know and, and a lot like i said a lot of people have tried to debunk this um but some of the stuff so there was reports of like odors in the house that uh, came and went and this is what george said um and he could never get warm inside the house which was shown in the movie like you know they show him going
0: right he was obsessed with much, that furnace yeah
1: well a lot and a lot of it was very like the shining you know what i mean like jack torrance was going through all this weird shit and so it's kind of like george lutz was kind of going through similar things in this house um he also claimed that he would wake up at three fifteen every night Which is around the time that the the police believed Defeo murdered his family. He also claimed that his wife was physically transformed into an old woman. I'm sorry, but if my significant other turned into some old bitch, I'd I'd flip out a little bit too.
0: Well, what if it was Betty White?
1: Oh no, I'd I'd hug her. I would hug her and (laughs) give her all the kisses. Um, and people knew. Um, people who knew the wife did say that in the 28 days. That the family lived at the house, it seemed as if she aged years and started to look like an old woman. So, you know, when they when they first moved in, she was this young, vibrant woman, and it just seems like the house maybe like drained her energy or something. That's a
0: that's a scary prospect in and, and of itself. Yeah, yeah. If, if the house is like a psychic vampire, just you know, leeching off yeah. of you.
1: Well, I mean, it's, it supposedly was a portal to hell, so who knows. Um, sometimes in the night, he would also hear the the kids' beds uh, slamming up and down on the floor by themselves. Uh, there were also claims of an invisible marching band parading through the living room, which is odd. Maybe one,
0: one thing I did find out about that: not only was there the sound of a marching band going th- going, um, you know, like through the the living room, mm-hmm. but when he was asleep, he heard this. It was about three o'clock in the morning. He ran down uh the stairs when he got to the landing all of the sounds stopped but all the furniture and the carpets and everything were moved out of the way the carpets were rolled up like as if they were making room for somebody to walk through there or to march through there should i say yeah. so hmm. that was weird
1: that that is weird so also one of the daughters claimed to have a friend who was a spectral pig that only she could see The pig told her to do things about or told her things about the DeFail family that there was no way she was privy to. The parents did wind up catching a glimpse of the demonic swine once while looking through a window. So I guess that's in the movie where we're supposed to see Jody. They changed it. So instead of it being a pig, it was a child. Um, And all, like I said, they only lasted 28 days. Um, That's all they could handle. And then they departed the property. And they took off so fast they left all of their possessions behind they didn't take I, I, anything.
0: i don't know man like demon or no demon i'm going back for my stuff you know what i mean i paid too much <laughs> for this like like just, just just my you know my ps5 alone i'm going back for it like <laughs> yeah but um i don't know like have you ever looked up the house on google maps i have not okay well first off you can't see it face up like because it's blurred out like that that the house and then the houses surrounding it on either side are blurred out so mm. you can't like go to the the next one and kind of you can see it from overhead but you can't see it from
1: like um, the street view
0: yeah from straight but um if you look at the street it's just a normal road it's just yeah. like house house amityville horror house 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 there's nothing really it's just there you no know I mean there's no I mean I guess again because of the movies that, that we we've watched growing up, I'm expecting it to be on like this huge property by itself. You got to go through a gate to go in there and all this. But it's like, no, like it's just a normal freaking looking house.
1: Well, I mean, and that's that's the the beauty of, you know, editing film. You can make something that is not. You know, open, look open by shooting different camera angles and things. You know what I mean? And I think that's that's why we have that idea that it was on this property that was by itself because of the way that the film was shot and we never really see the rest of the neighborhood in the movie. Um, So like if you think about it, you've uprooted, you've uprooted your whole family to move into this seemingly dream home and then all this weird shit starts happening. So there was a swarm of flies like we saw in the movies that would just randomly show up. Um, There was a priest that was invited over to bless the house. Even he felt oppressed in the presence, uh, you know, being in the home and even reported that he heard a voice that told him to get out um and this so is coming from all the, pu- this is coming from a priest
0: you so know what i mean all the trappings all the trappings of a horror movie
1: yeah yeah exactly but but like i said this is coming from a priest a catholic priest from the catholic church i find it very hard to believe that he would lie about something like that you right. know i mean granted they lie about other things but <laughs> i'm not going to get into that
0: <laughs> like nah, never mind I better not <laughs> um, yeah I mean like I said I there was a lot of of stuff I mean I could see why people would want to hush it up you know it's an affluent yeah. neighborhood um, they're just like you know just shut up about it and maybe this will go away um, I don't think so much the house was haunted as I think it was the family that was haunted though mm-hmm. that's why after they left, nothing really occurred at the house.
1: Well, but but that's the thing. They had never experienced anything before moving into this house. So that's why a lot of people think that George and what was her name? Ka- Catherine? Is it Catherine Lutz? Uh, I don't know. I believe uh, <laughs> they, just, they just made it up for profit. You know, think about it. Maybe something happened. There was financial problems going on. Yeah, they bought this house really cheap. But they're in it a month It's like, fuck, we can't afford this. We can't afford to live like this. Let's book it. Let's yeah. say some crazy shit happened, you know, and, and let's fucking just just bail.
0: So, because, so you, you know, think they're probably thinking like, OK, it hasn't been a month yet so we can get out and the bank will just cut ties.
1: Maybe. I don't know. You know what I mean? There, there's there's a lot of things that don't add up. Uh. As much as I want to believe that this is, you know, an actual legit haunting, there's just, there's a lot.
0: There's a lot to doubt.
1: Yeah. And I, like I said, Ed and Lorraine went to this home, investigated the home, and there's this very famous picture that they took, and you see a child looking through the doorway by the street.
0: I, I, I do remember seeing that picture, and I, 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 I... Watch an interview with the Warrens and Ed said that it looks like a child, but it's not a child. Because if you look at the eyes, he said that's an oppressive force taking the form of a child in order to fool the, the camera yeah. to make him think like, okay, well, this is a, a kid haunting the house, not something that you need to be afraid of.
1: Which is se. something, which is something that we, have experienced you and i right. have experienced this when we went to the mineral wells haunted hill house there is a an oppressive entity there um he disguises himself as a child named toby um but he's not he's this demonic entity yeah. and he's been caught on film and i mean that fucking picture is horrific you know what i mean yeah. you you see just like this snarl and smile in this fucking picture and it's just it's it's fucking insane man so If this house was a portal to hell and all of these things occurred and all of these things occurred that to, to, you know, Ronald DeFeo, Jr., that caused him to murder his entire family, that caused the gun not to be heard because of some evil force field around the fucking house, then holy shit, this is one of the greatest fucking hauntings. In, in history. But if it was all made up for profit, because, you know, George wrote the book, and then right. from the book,
0: the Okay, movie. so what are the facts that we know?
1: Well, um, well, before we get to the facts, you know, you, you, you said earlier, all the trappings of a horror movie, and you know, all the trappings of the horror movie, but this is their reality. You know, yeah. Yeah, so true. If you feel that your kids are being threatened and you feel that you are really being threatened, are you going to risk the safety of your ottoman or your mom's old sewing kit? No, you're going to get them the fuck out of there. You're going to get in your station wagon. You're going to hightail it, you know, right back to Brooklyn. So I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I guess it's I mean, it's fair if you put it like that. I mean, I would want to take care of my kids, um, but, you know, I'm kind of partial to them, you know, maybe a little bit biased. Yeah, I mean, I did make them. So yeah, well. So I, I say facts with a question mark.
1: Okay, so I'm not saying these are factual things that occurred. These are what was said. No, yeah. this is what was said. I don't know if this occurred. Nobody knows if this occurred except for George Lutz, um, and, and the Lutz family. For real, you know what I mean. Um, so. George Lutz had a history of dabbling in the occult. So interesting. You fuck with things like that, then I mean, you get what you asked for. So maybe it was something that was following him that was waiting for the right time to show itself in a more sinister way. You know, well, so maybe isn't the, that
0: uh, the Satan waits until you're at your highest point before he strikes you down.
1: There you go. So George w- woke up at 315 every morning. Like I said, which is around the time that um, DeFeo carried out his murders, which of course is very known, which is very well close to the very well known witching hour, which is at three thirty three. Yeah. So uh, that's also, at okay. three three
0: thirty three. Is is well was chosen because it was making a mockery of when Christ died, the Holy Trinity, and and all that. So yeah, that that's yeah. It, I mean that was when a lot of stuff happened when we were at uh, the Hill House. Yeah, was around three o'clock. That's why when that, that clock struck three, I was all like, "Okay, here we go. There's this is about to turn up." You know. Yeah.
1: So, See, and it was really weird because this last time, that's when everything just fucking dead silence in the house, like nothing. Um, so that they it was really weird. But then four fifty seven, fucking music boxes going I say, off.
0: It was it was a deep inhale before the uh, before,
1: before the hey guys. Yeah. We didn't forget about you, motherfuckers. Um, so. Uh, the Lutz family, like I said, and we we touched on this already, but these are just the facts from what we were talking about earlier. Right. Question mark. The Lutz family claim to smell strange odors, see green slime oozing out of the walls and keyholes and experience cold spots in certain areas of the house, which it's a fucking big house.
0: Yeah, there's going to be, cold you
1: know, spots. there's going to be drafts, you know. Uh, the priest, he came and he's, you know, he heard a voice and get out. Uh, he told the Lutzes also to never sleep in that particular room in the house.
0: Right. Which, the, the, that's just like a priest to be like, just, just don't go in there.
1: Just don't go in there. It's fine. You know, yeah, the, rest yeah, of the house is blessed.
0: Cool. Yeah. Just, just, yeah, not there.
1: <laughs> so there was also a nearby garage door that opened and closed, which was it an automatic? Did they have automatic?
0: Garage doors back then, I don't know. Did they? I wasn't this was in the 70s, 70s? 80s, 70s, yeah. So, I, I'm I don't know.
1: Mm, I wasn't alive, I, I don't know.
0: I mean, I was, but I, I don't remember that as a little. I was busy like trying to learn how to walk and stuff. So. <laughs> uh,
1: there was also an invisible spirit that knocked down a knife in the kitchen. Um. The pig like creature with eyes staring down at George and his son Daniel from a window, which I think that'd be fucking creepy to see. Like, yeah, I, I'm okay with seeing you know shadows and fucking ghosts appear, but see like a fucking pig thing, Mm-mm. or maybe uh, they
0: meant a, a police officer.
1: Oh, damn, <laughs> that came from at Ben. You can find
0: him at, at Ben De Leon on any socials. That did not Same. come to me. My my best friend is a cop, so
1: <laughs> I should have given a trigger warning before this episode because we're talking well no no because we're talking about of like, you know, murders and stuff. Right. So I'm gonna probably have to record one and, and throw it in at the beginning. Um so George also waking up to his wife Kathy levitating off their beds. Sons Daniel and Christopher also levitating together in their beds.
0: <laughs> It'd be like while you're up there, can you get the <laughs> cobwebs? Can you
1: get the cobwebs or... in the corner, please? <laughs> So after telling their story, and this is the one that leads me to believe that hell, it may have occurred. George and Kathy took lie detector tests to prove their innocence. They both passed. Now, yes, it is possible to beat a lie detector test, but it's hard. Yeah. Have you ever taken one?
0: I have not. I have. And okay, the one of the control questions they tell you is, um, like, you know, my name's Ben. They said, okay, say your name is David. And I'm like, okay, my name's David. And the little thing goes off. And I'm saying it with complete conviction, trying to like beat the 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 lie detector test. And it knows. It said that I was lying. Like it was that accurate. And I know, you know, nowadays lie detector tests are not admissible in a court of law because you can fake them. No. But from my experience, they are super freaking accurate. So, I mean, I would like to take one one day
1: just to just to, sh- you know, just why not? And that way, when they ask you, what's your name? I would say, "Scoob Steve. You
0: yeah, but I was, was going to say, like, you probably be like Batman when they asked him, like, what's your name? is He says Batman and he would pass the test because he thinks, really, that is I- his identity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: It might happen. So, Daniel, who lives a quiet life in Queens now um, as a stonemason. Claims that the house ruined his life and that he continues to have nightmares to this day. Um, Could he just be still trying to keep on the legacy of what his stepfather created?
0: I don't know because, see, they they sold the story for $300,000, which is a lot of money, but it's not life-changing money. Know Mm. what I mean? So it might have got him out of that that, uh, uh, financial trouble that they were in, but they weren't able to you know like i said pass down that money from generation to generation or whatever so i don't see what they would have to gain after they sold the story you know
1: yeah Yeah. ricardo asks have any investigations been done there um yeah i'm sure that there's been plenty of investigations and the most famous one was ed and lorraine warren um After the has moved out, I know that there was a bunch of paranormal investigators going and just, you know, trying to get evidence. And some of them would say, oh, nothing fucking happened. And others would be like, oh, my God, it's the most haunted thing that fucking occurred. But as a paranormal investigator, sometimes you can go to, to, to one place and you get all the fucking activity. You go back to the same place and nothing fucking happens. Right. Yorktown, for instance, Yorktown is one of the most haunted locations in South Texas. First time we went shit popped off it was fucking crazy second time we went i, I mean some stuff happened but it wasn't well i dream that it happened the first time
0: i think what it was is they expected me to be there and because i wasn't yeah um, yes they, yes, just, yes. they yeah, were like next time so, guys next time yeah.
1: so also murderer ron junior was serving six consecutive life sentences at new york correctional facility which means there was no way he was ever getting out of jail uh, because when one life sentence was up, he would begin another. And he is burning in hell now, hopefully, because so, he did pass away.
0: So if he was reincarnated, we're locking that up, dude. There, or locking up that dude, too? Or? Well, yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, of course, <laughs> obviously. So, but he still claimed that he heard voices urging him to kill his family. He had changed his story multiple times, like I said, sometimes including other people in the plot, including his own sister. Who passed I... in March of this year. So... Like I said, and I posted when he died, I shared it and I said, good, rotten hell.
0: Right. I don't know. Like I uh, said, Sandra was the one who told me um, she heard the story about the uh, um, about the sister being involved. Yeah. And um, that, was, that was the first I heard of that. But the more I looked into it, because um, she was actually the only one that was shot in the front. Yeah. Everyone else was shot in the back of the head. So... People think that, you know, OK, well, maybe she did have something or maybe she was trying to stop him or whatever. And yeah, he just, you know, took care of it. I mean, it was I don't know. It was just a weird situation involving the sister. But I mean, in the end, it was it the same doesn't even matter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> man, I was going to make a joke, but I better not. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Uh, so Ricardo says he wants to go, damn it. Well, unfortunately, you cannot go to this house. No,
0: you cannot they cannot not anymore. They changed so, the address. Mm-hmm. Um they said if you look it up on Google Maps you can't even see it from the front. Um they even they even changed the exterior of the house. Yes, yeah, so it looks completely different no. uh, from from what I hear. No. Um but I mean people still do go by there. I know that's um it's it's been an issue for some people um in the neighborhood because there's still traffic from people wanting to see the Amityville house. So
1: Oh, he says on an investigation in general. Uh, yeah, okay. I I will take you I promise you I will take you. <laughs> I took Ben I'll take you. So what explanations could we have, you know, because we're talking Oh, yeah, it could be, you know, ghosts and demons and portal to hell. But realistically, the couple was bogged down in legal and financial issues, which prompted skeptics to believe, of course, they had motive to create this fantastic story. To sell to the public, which is what I said, which is a more believable thing that they just fucking made it up. Um, And also, the Lutz's former lawyer, William Weber, who fell out with them over money issues, came out in 1979 claiming that three of them came up with the horror story over many bottles of wine. Which
0: could be a horror story in and of itself. Okay, so 1979, that's not too long after um, you know that they had moved in and moved out, and the story was sold, and uh the movie came out, and all that. So this was pretty quick that he decided to say something.
1: Yeah, I mean, and like, like I said, maybe they, they were just drinking, and they were like, "Hey, yeah, we should say the house is haunted, and let's fucking make some money off of it." So I don't know.
0: I, I just, I just still have a hard time believing that they're gonna leave everything behind. Yeah, I mean, like, unless you're really in. Danger, you're gonna take something, you know what I mean, like yeah, uh, they left mom, literally with the clothes on their back, yeah, as I was gonna say, a mom especially is gonna be like, I want the photo albums, just go back and get the photo albums,
1: yeah, and yeah.
0: i I never looked up to see if they ever got
1: their their stuff. I'm sure they did. I'm sure eventually
0: they they went back to get their well, a lot of the furniture and stuff that was there uh was from the defeo family, you know, they didn't have yeah. the mattresses, obviously from the shootings but they did have the bed the bed frames uh bedroom furniture stuff like that so i mean i can see why they wouldn't want to take that stuff but at least take the stuff that you came with
1: yeah well i don't know so after telling their story george and kathy like i said well that was another thing uh i don't know why that one's there that shouldn't even be there uh Uh well, why in the fuck did I double up on shit? I doubled up on a whole bunch of stuff.
0: So uh, owners since the lessons have not had any supernatural or creepy experiences in the house. So that's uh yeah, that's, something I'm,
1: that's a big one right there. Also, the studio fakes stories of paranormal occurrences on set while filming the movie due to absolutely no paranormal activity occurring while filming. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing though, okay. They did not film in the real house. So, so naturally, of course, naturally there would nothing. be no paranormal shit going on. And, of course, <laughs> it would have all been fucking made up. So, I mean, you're going to do that to boost ticket sales. You right. know what I mean? But the fucking movie was not even filmed in the real house. So, what the fuck? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's kind of stupid. I mean, for them to try to fake it. Or they're trying to say that the story is so haunted, we can't even make a movie about it without... Yeah. you know, stuff happening. Yeah. You know? All right. Well, let's move on to our topic questions. Say, like, well, how close are the movies to actual accounts? I mean, I said earlier, it's like a, a pretty much line for line, but that's the first movie. What about the other ones?
1: The other ones have absolutely nothing to do with the original haunting other than being in the house. Um, Like Amityville 3D was just crap. And it's, you know... <laughs> It shows paranormal investigators faking shit in the house and they get, you know, busted. And then you see this fucking really shitty ass fucking demon at the end in this fucking whirlpool portal to hell in the basement. And I don't remember. I, I, there's one that's really good, though. It's the one about one of the objects from the house that's cursed. I don't remember if it's part four or part five It's really fucking good. Um but they just get stupid after that. I, I think yeah. there's even Amityville in space now is the most recent one that came out, and <laughs> it's like a, X. <laughs> it's like a fucking low budget fucking horror movie where the act our background here, our floating ghosts here, look more realistic than the fucking ghosts that well, look you're like saying the,
0: those, are, those aren't real ghosts in the background.
1: They might be trapped. They might be ghosts <laughs> in the machine. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think the first one is only the is really the only one that actually is closest to what occurred they tried to you know like I said with part two they tried to make it the defeo story but we don't know what happened. We don't know if any of these weird incest things occurred or if any of the stuff that occurred in the second movie is actually what occurred to the defeo family so they just you know it, it's made for Hollywood um except for the first one the first one is you know from the book which came from George which. Whether it happened or not, that's the closest account, realistic account that that we get. Um, So look at the first movie. That movie was, like I said, almost an account of of the stories. And the the other one's just caca, caca.
0: (laughs) And so the the Warrens did investigate this house.
1: Yes, yes, they did. So something from the house uh, actually followed them and attacked them while they were on different floors of their own house. Uh, I remember reading that Lorraine said that Amityville is the one case that still haunted her and that she would never step foot in the house again, like I said earlier. Um, She referred to the haunting as the personification of evil and knowing what the Warrens dealt with. That says something, you know, Um, and whether you believe whether you believe the Warrens or not, I do. Um, I don't think they were a hoax at all. I don't think they were in it to make money. Um, I just think they were. You know, they Lorraine had a gift, and maybe not. Maybe it was a little bit exaggerated, but I wholeheartedly believe that you know, Lorraine Lorraine had a gift, and Ed, you know, was a paranormal investigator. Like you know, and sometimes
0: <laughs> what I was, I was gonna go say, one of the things that that, that I don't want to say it bothers me, but I just think it's funny is is how Hollywood uh, uh, does this because if you look at the people who play ed and lorraine in the movies oh, they they're both up. yeah they, they're they both you know friggin' striking they're both yeah. stunning gorgeous freaking you know human beings and then you look at the the real ed and lorraine and you're like what the heck <laughs>
1: well, see that's why you know in my life story ryan reynolds is going to play me because it's just totally fine well we i want ryan
0: body. i want ryan reynolds to play sandra um <laughs> in, in my,
1: <laughs> with, in with my you, life story <laughs> with you playing yourself Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Especially for the sex scenes. (laughs) So, I I, I mean, I I don't really have anything other to say about this other than to ask our final question. Do you think this is fact or fake?
0: That's a really hard question. I mean, because there's so many incentives for it to be faked. But at the same time, there's so many things, so many accounts that you can say, okay, fact. You know what I mean? So. I'm kind of I'm kind of on both minds about it. Um really I mean it's a toss up. I mean I want to believe because of course I've experienced things in my own life. Yeah. Um that that would say that there is something other than what we can see and feel with our hands and, and our eyes and all that. So I would like to say it was real, but at the same time I'm all like, Man, I just don't know and I don't want to go on record saying, you know, like I believe and then later on, you know, somebody just comes up and with all this evidence and proves me wrong because I hate being wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. If, if, if you put a gun to my head, I'm going to say, yeah, it was real. So. Okay.
1: All right. Well, I am going to say I lean towards it being a little more real than, than you know, more fact than fake. Um, I still do have my doubts about majority of the things that occurred in the house. I don't believe Ronald DeFeo's story at all. Uh, I think he was a piece of shit that just fucking murdered his family. Um, But I think that with George fucking around with the occult, that could have led to something being brought into the home. Speaking of
0: paranormal activity, um, I hear some stuff going on.
1: Yeah, my dog in the kennel. (laughs) Or a ghost, I don't fucking know, who knows. (laughs)
0: he's like it's a ghost of my freedom
1: (laughs) (laughs) so um, I I, I'm like I said I'm gonna go with it, it some of these things occurred not everything not to the extent that it was a fucking gateway to hell because here's the thing nothing has occurred in the house since Right. So, with nothing occurring in the house since with other tenants, it had to have been something George did, yeah. especially dabbling in the occult. He had to have fucked with something that he shouldn't have fucked with. And, but then, yeah, like, like Ricardo just said, you know, there was a violent act that occurred. With that violent act, something could have been left. There could have, I mean, that's negative energy right there. You know right. what I mean? So, that negative energy could have just been the spark that was needed for other things to start happening with George fucking with what he, whatever, whatever he was fucking with.
0: So you think that maybe that was just like a, a battery? I think it was like a catalyst. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just kicked everything off. But wouldn't that, wouldn't that be something, like I said, that would follow the family rather than staying with the house? What
1: happens to batteries?
0: They burn their charge and they die.
1: So if you have a family in there that you're feeding off of because they wholeheartedly believe this shit, you're going to be powered. As soon right. as that family leaves... And people are coming in and saying, "This ain't shit, and there's nothing here you You don't have that energy to feed off of it. right. You know what I mean, because I guarantee you, if we were to go into that house, we'd already just be freaked out because of what we know occurred in the house, right, so we're gonna start hearing things, we're gonna start fucking thinking we're seeing things because we're starting to feed. you know what well, I mean
0: well, let me ask you a question then, if given the opportunity to buy this house." For eighty thousand dollars like back in the day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: knowing the murders that went on there, would you do it? Yeah. You would. You would have no problems like sleeping in a room where somebody killed themselves no. or, or 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 killed their family, whatever.
1: No. Not at all. I mean I mean it, it's a property. You know what I mean? Like I fuck if I could buy the Mineral Wells Haunted Hill House, I'd fucking move into that <laughs> bitch. You know what I mean? Um would I be paranoid? Yeah, I'd be a little paranoid. But then once I was comfortable in my own home, because now it's my home, sorry to what occurred to you there. It's like Beetlejuice, you got to coexist with these things.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. For me, like, it, I would feel the same way. Like, I would go in there um, knowing that now that I have ownership of this property, like, I have dominion. So whatever hap- whatever I say goes basically. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that when they say they have a haunting experience, it's like, well, if you just take ownership and command what it is and say you're not welcome and you force it out by the power of your conviction, nine times out of ten it'll it'll clear up on its own.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Well, I mean, so the Amityville house sold officially in February twenty seventeen to an undisclosed owner for six $605,000.
0: Little bit more than 80.
1: a Little bit more than 80, but it was still $200,000 less than the original asking price. It had been previously owned by four other families since the murders. OK, since the murders. And only the Lutzes were the ones that said anything ha- There was anything paranormal in that home. Um, one of the families had the address changed from 108 Ocean Drive uh, or had the address changed to 108 Ocean Drive? Uh, the house originally stood at 112 Ocean Avenue. Or Ocean. I don't know why I said Ocean Drive, Ocean Avenue. <laughs> um, you,
0: want a, you want a house on Ocean Drive?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ricardo said pocket change. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish it was fucking po I wish I had that Elon Musk money. Right. Hey Elon, let, let me let me uh give. <laughs> Don't give me, but invest a million dollars in me. I just need a million dollars.
0: Right. Well, you know, it's a tax write-up for him. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure he makes that much in like five minutes. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah, if that. So, I I could do some great things with a million dollars, Elon. So, if you ever catch this, hit me up. So, Yeah.
0: And he wants you to invest. I just want you to give it to me. So,
1: um, (laughs) No, I want to work for it. I want to work for it. I I I, need to work for you. (laughs)
0: I'll go work for you.
1: Ricardo said that dude claims to couch surf, not own a home. He has a home, but it's very small. It's like the tiniest fucking house you've ever seen. Like it's, it's tiny house.
0: Speaking of tiny houses, you know, you can buy tiny houses on Amazon. No. Like those ones you can put in like your backyard, whatever they come like. Basically like fully furnished and all that. And you just dump it on your freaking thing. They just connect the electricity and the plumbing. And then there you go.
1: Could you imagine if you bought a tiny house that a murder occurred in and you didn't know it was a used tiny house, <laughs> there was a murder that occurred in it and boom, instant fucking crazy shit start happening on your property.
0: You know what? I, I would, okay, if if it's a tiny house, how are you going to run from room to room?
1: <laughs> you just go out the fucking front door.
0: Right. And those, that freaking front door closes and you're just trapped.
1: Yep. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Somewhat Supernatural. Thank you guys for tuning in.
0: Ben, give us your socials one more time and where we can find your podcast, baby. (laughs) Okay, my podcast is the Recycled Corn Podcast. You can find me on all of the socials. I'm talking about Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram. Um, Let me see. Pretty much everything you could possibly think of just because I have um, a brand to build and I'm trying my best.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're doing good, man.
0: But, um, I mean, if you do know me, then you know I don't need your pity follows. Unfollow me if you do follow me. <laughs> but but please first follow my podcast page on Facebook. and That's Recycle Corn Podcast. Drop us a message. Let us know how we did if you liked it. If you didn't like it, what kind of content you'd like to hear. Drop us a question, maybe a comment. And uh uh if you're on Apple, go by the Recycle Guard Podcast page. After you follow, be sure to rate us five stars because it does help. Uh please follow us on Spotify if you're on Android or wherever five podcasts are found. Um I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to uh uh be on this podcast with you, my bud. Um, right, man. it's always a lot of fun. I I learned a lot in this one. I learned that I don't want to live in a haunted house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do.
0: Yeah. And besides, uh, wife is also take care of any ghost. That yeah, comes there, you there you go. There
1: you go. Shane <laughs> and Fred and the ghost. But ladies and gentlemen, like I said, thank you for tuning in to Somewhat Supernatural, as always. I am your host with the ghost, the prince of the paranormal, the Duke of the Dead, the ghost daddy, the sinister minister, the uh cryptid keeper you name it i am it lord scuba cabra aka scuba steve and i will see you next time on somewhat supernatural thank you for tuning in